Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, how you doing? We have a new book coming out from the High Performance Podcast, and right now you can pre-order it. Just go to thehighperformancepodcast.com, pre-order your book, and be the first to get your hands on it when it is released on the 9th of December. It's going to be all the amazing stuff that we've learned so far from the High Performance Podcast, and so much more besides. It's like nothing you've ever read. It will genuinely get you closer to high performance, so I'd love you to go right now to thehighperformancepodcast.com, where you can pre-order our brand new book. But for now, well, Welcome to a bite-sized episode of our podcast. I know that sometimes you just can't spare an hour to be inspired by the guests who join us. So this is just a short bite-sized clip where we just look back on something that we've spoken about with one of our guests. And without question, one of the interviews that gets the most amount of feedback and the most comments from people is with a man who's currently involved at the Euros with England, Tyrone Mings. He came on, he spoke so honestly, so openly, and we're going to just reflect on one of the key messages from him, which is about not stereotyping footballers. I find it, yeah, really tough to, to solely define myself as a footballer. So quite often when people say to me, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I play football. You get labelled as something. And, and having an identity away from that, I think is so balancing for me that I know that there's a bigger picture out there and retirement will come one day, but what do I want to be when I, when I retire? Who do I want to be? And working towards that now, um, I'm, I'm afforded the luxury of being able to set up businesses with fairly small injections of capital whilst playing football. I can build a, a small team around me who can, who can do it. And I've set up three or four businesses in different industries, basically to learn about it. I think I feel like I learn from doing things. I learn this. I read great books, and I can learn through through reading. But there's only so much that I can take in by not doing it myself. So I know that I I enjoy business. I know that I enjoy the kind of administrative side of football um, and the kind of executive side of football. But I also have a day job, so I balance not letting the things that I'm enjoying away from football, getting involved in football, I, I balance being involved in that 
and being a professional footballer. But as you can imagine, playing playing the Premier League and playing for England takes up a lot of physical but also mental time. But it allows me to distract from that. It allows me to, when I come off the football pitch, take the game in, in and see it for what it is. It's a, it's a game of football and I play for England and that is a game for my country, which is the greatest badge of honour you can wear. You know, Damien, there's a phrase that really resonates with me um, that you once said when I spoke to you about the fact that I get that same thing from football fans going, oh, you know, you should have stuck to children's BBC. I mean, basically, when I went to Formula One, everyone said, stick to kids' TV. Then when I went to football, everyone said, oh, stick to Formula One. I don't know, whatever I do next, I'll be told to stick to football or whatever. But you said to me, Jake, they are just werewolves howling at the moon. The world has moved on and they haven't moved with it. And I always reminded myself of that, you know. Well, oh, oh, great. Oh, I'm glad that I'm glad that helped because I think this is one of the things that we've seen as a theme of so many of our guests that people that dare to do something different, that dare to step outside the norm, receive criticism, receive people swooping to judge them, telling them why it's a mistake, why it's the, they're on a hiding to nothing. And again, I'd, I'd, I'd quote another line that we've heard so often that don't take criticism from somebody that you wouldn't go to for advice. Those people telling you to stick to kids' TV, you wouldn't, like, you didn't go to them for their advice. So, you wouldn't go to them to listen to their criticism either. I think one of the big issues, though, when it comes to football is that some of the people issuing this advice about sticking to football are people that kind of should know better. They're either people that have played the game, they're people that are predominant in the game, they've either got a really big platform, and they see someone like... Um, you know, Hector Bayerin, who's really into sustainability or fashion, or Paul Pogba, who's really into music, or Tyrone Mings, who's really into setting up businesses. And for some reason, they see that and decide to say that they're distracted from the game, they can't give it their all, um, they're taking their mind off their football. Whereas if those same people just put up messages on their social media feeds about playing computer games from when they get home till when they go to bed, there'd be none of those comments because we expect that footballers play computer games. We don't expect that they're into fashion and the environment and, you know, being um, great leaders like Marcus Rashford has become. I can't understand why we can possibly think that just because you have an interest outside of football in this case, it makes you worse at being a footballer. I it is a mindset that I can't get my head around. Where do you think it comes from? Fear. One word, fear. I think when you don't understand something, it's our instinct to want to either belittle it or to dismiss it or to just delete it as if uh, as a factor. This is one of the things that is often spoken about around um, stereotyping, that anyone listening to this, we're going to assume, wouldn't dream of making racist or sexist or homophobic remarks. It's abhorrent to them. And yet we might find ourselves very casually saying, oh, he's a typical footballer or typical senior manager or a big corporate fat cat. And when you make a comment like that, you're still making a stereotype based on, 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 a, on a simple model that you have in your head. And what often happens is once you've stereotyped somebody, that's a step towards dehumanising them. And when you dehumanise somebody, what happens then as a consequence is, they talk about the three Ds, you delete, distort or dismiss their messages. You go, I never heard them say that. They didn't mean that. What they really meant was this instead. And it's easy to do that when we've made a stereotype of an individual. And that's why 
what Tyrone is saying in this clip here and what so many of our guests have said is just listen, seek to understand, seek to see the world from our perspective. And like you said, but there's absolutely no logic in suggesting that somebody having a business interest in the eight hours they spend away from a training ground diminishes their capability at the main job that they do. And we've spoken to Gareth Southgate, who has said similar. We've spoken to Hector Bayerin, who said similar. We've spoken to Daniel Sturridge, who said similar. We've just heard from Tyra Mings saying the same thing. Is it? Um, are you positive about the fact that the conversation is changing? Because it kind of feels to me like the conversation within football is changing. I think in the dressing rooms now, the conversations are different. I think players speak openly and freely about the things they love. I think maybe it's outside the game. It's the people on the outside looking in that still haven't changed their minds. Yeah, very much. I think, I think I've, I've, I remember years ago hearing a survey that was talking about um, how people would react to um, the first gay footballer, the first footballer that comes out. And most people, when they were asked in a survey, said, oh, I'd have no problem with it. I'd be absolutely fine. But I wonder how those same people would react when they're at a ground and that same footballer scores a goal against their team. would it still be a stick to beat that individual with? So I think we have to understand that rationally and emotionally, there are two different thinking systems at play there that I think rationally we can understand that people have got to have different interests outside their lives to be rounded individuals. But emotionally, when they're representing our team or our nation, we can't quite compute it at the same level. I find it such an interesting conversation and I'm so pleased that slowly we're changing people's stereotypes, even just having a a short conversation like this. Thanks very much, Damien. Thanks, Jake. Uh, Thanks to you for listening at home to this bite-sized episode. Don't forget to hear the full chat with Tyrone Mings and loads of other footballers that have joined us on the High Performance Podcast. You can either go to wherever you get your podcasts, you can go to YouTube and you can watch as well as listen to the interviews, or you can track us down on Instagram uh, at High Performance. Damien is at Liquid Thinker and I'm at Jake Humphrey, where you'll find even more from the High Performance Podcast team. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Finn Ryan from Rethink Audio for his hard work. Thanks to Hannah. Thanks to Will. Most of all, as always, though, thanks to you. Have a great day. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.